Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hey guys, real quick before we start the show, our guest this week, Lomography, gave us a little promotional code. Head over to Lomography.com, go into their shop section, and use the code Analog Talk for 10% off. Alright guys, enjoy the show. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Analog Talk, a film photography podcast. I'm your host, Tim. And I'm Chris. And today on the show, we have Frank and Birgit from Lomography. Hey guys. Hey. How you doing? <laughs> So we're super excited to chat with you yeah. oh, all yeah. things Lomography. But before we get into all that, we, we wanted to give our listeners kind of a background on you guys and how you got started and what brought you over to Lomography. Awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I'm Birgit. I am originally from Austria, um, Salzburg. And I, um, I'm with Lomography now for, well, almost two years. Um, nice. So not that long. Um, I started working for them in Vienna in the headquarter as a writer for the magazine, basically, and intern for marketing, PR. And then I was transferred over here to New York. Um, wow. <laughs> yeah, which was a big step for me, but very yeah. exciting. I'm very happy about this. Um I have a little bit of a photo background. Um, I had it in school, um, in high school, actually. Well, I was always interested in photography and I did it as a hobby um, since, I don't know, maybe I was, I guess I was like 12 when I started with a SLR that I got from my dad and then just did it a little bit on the side and then um, majored in the high school. School system in Austria is a little bit different, but I mm -hmm. um, yeah. could pick photography and graphic design as a major, basically. Ooh, I did good that. Combo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> and yeah, and then did also a little bit of writing on the side. I studied uh, English literature. And so it all like basically came together, mixed together into this position at Lomography, which is um, English and writing and photography. <laughs> and <laughs> it was a perfect mix for me. And yeah. Yeah. And uh, well, I'm Frank. I am uh, originally from here, from the US. I was born in Indianapolis, Indiana. Uh, oh, but cool. I but I grew up in in Venezuela in South America. I was gonna wow. say, where's wait a minute, where's that accent yeah. from? <laughs> but but only that. Then I lived in Australia in Sydney. So oh, cool. My accent wow. my accent is completely yeah. messed up. <laughs> um, but yeah, my background is completely different than Birgit. Um, I'm an engineer actually. Uh, oh, but photography oh, was okay. always part of my life. My dad was a really big enthusiast. Uh, we have tons of albums of the you know indie 500 photos <laughs> so uh, photography wow. was always around yeah my oh, dad sure, always had sure. like big rigs huge lenses and yeah i kind of grew up with it and she was kind of always part of it in in school i i shot when i was doing my my engineering degree i was you know always part of the photography club and you know being 
analog photography, this perfect balance between artistry and science, you know, like being in the lab and having all these controls of like time and temperatures. Like it was like a really good Mm -hmm. mix for me to get my two side of the brain kind of work. (laughs) Um, Then I went and I worked for for the food industry for a long time. That's another passion of mine, food. And uh, well, things happen. Ended here in New York, uh, ended in Lomography headquarters working, uh, helping them in the retail areas, and then uh, went to wholesale and uh, business development. And just recently, at the end of last year, I took over of the operations of uh, Lomography USA. Yeah. Wow. So what is your, I want to ask you both, like, what is what is your daily task like for Lomography? What do you guys? Oh, crazy. <laughs> 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 to me, it sounds like working for like a dream job. We wear uh, many hats, I think. Do you agree, Birgit? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I realized I didn't really mention what I was doing for lomography. So I am um, market. I'm in marketing and PR um, for the USA and Canada. So what I do is um, basically all our collaborations with photographers, which oh, is cool. also my favorite part of yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> that's no, so I, cool. I bet. <laughs> Our so our marketing um, is not um, strictly like marketing textbook. Basically, I didn't need anything that I ever learned about marketing. It's really awesome because they give me the freedom of basically doing collaborations with awesome people that I think are cool and that yeah. I think suit our brand and. So the m- biggest part of my job really is doing basically projects with photographers or um, cinematographers and collaborating on projects, giving them gear, um, having them test our art lenses, cameras, films, and coordinating that. And then, you know, finding new interesting people we would like to work with and all that. So yeah, that's the biggest part and the coolest. And then there's, of course, uh, social media, there's um, Kickstarter projects on my plate and uh, um, press work and all that for me well as uh, now taking over uh, oversee the operations uh, a lot of coordination i'm really heavy on uh, business development and logistics just making sure everything mm-hmm. is here uh coordinated with uh, the headquarters everything that's coming down the pipeline you know stock issues uh but it's really heavy on sales i, I like to sell so mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> i do a lot of that <laughs> man so how many people are in the Lomography USA kind of circuit of this thing. Do you guys, is it a pretty big team or is it? No. 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 <laughs> They're both shaking their heads, guys. <laughs> no, we, we are really like lean. It's a really tight team. And that's why we, we wear many, many hats. And yeah. basically, is, uh, we are one, two, three, four, five, and six, sometimes so seven if we have some interns that comes and helps out. But, mm-hmm. uh, five people that's that's what we do the Birgit does all the what you say marketing community work we have uh one person adam that works so uh, all the online uh ordering logistics and customer service we have shout does all the logistics and finance and uh, mitch does uh for me as well uh, all the wholesales uh, mm. accounts key account management so yeah we do try to do a lot but then you know, if we need to shoot something, we all photographers, so we like shoot and help each <laughs> other in the project. So do the Kickstarter campaign or <laughs> figure things out. So that's that's, that's what is still pretty good. Yeah, that's what is really nice to to have this kind of horizontal 
teamwork, I guess. Now, is your guy's office at the same location as the store or is it somewhere different? Um, it's different. Or uh. Okay, so we uh, closed our store on West 8th Street in October, oh, actually. Oh, no. mm. I was just yeah. there last time I was in New York. <laughs> Not this last time, but... Before that, I always make sure I like go visit like the one yeah. like I want to go to B and H, want to go to Lomography, you know. <laughs> Visiting is still possible. So we right now we have a kind of studio slash well showroom office situation. Um, so oh, it's cool. no store anymore. We only have the office, but we encourage people to stop by just as they did before because um, what really what the store was really for was uh, community coming together and people yeah. coming by saying hi, chatting about mm-hmm. new stuff and that. And all that, it was less about actually buying cameras in the store, right? True. So, like, everybody who would visit New York and is interested in photography would come by and chat with us. And we still want to maintain that, um, yeah, that community-oriented um, um, space for, for everyone. And we do have that, but it's just uh, basically the only difference is we don't have all the shelves anymore with cameras on it. Right. Exactly. Right. Like, um, people are still welcome to you stop by to the headquarters and the office and, you know, chat for a bit, see what is going on. We have kind of like a showroom right now. Um, That's cool. And, and we're, still, we're still able to do shows. We, we did already a workshop in January just to test the waters mm-hmm. to see if people still, and of course, everybody showed up. We did, right. a, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We did an opening for uh, the new film, The Berlin, and this yeah. place was packed. And it's a, a small, like it's an office, but still, you know, like you have that community so it's like, you know, you make home where you are, I guess, not just the building. I feel, yeah. feel like that's a, a better fit. Yeah, yeah. it is. It's For working out really good. Yeah. It's really yeah. good. And uh, yeah, and we're in Dumbo now. So we're now cool Brooklyn people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also have like a very nice area where actually a lot of photographers yeah. are walking around taking photos anyways. A lot mm-hmm. of times, a lot of, a lot of creative people. happening. Mm-hmm. So, um yeah, it's a cool space and a cool area to be in for us, for sure. Amazing. Man. Yeah, I love that. I remember seeing a bunch of like YouTube videos of like Lomography store hangouts, like yeah. things that would happen at the stores. Yeah. Like that's that's cool that you guys still have that going on. I thought I I thought I heard something about it closing down, which it sounds like it's it's a good thing. It's not a good thing, but it's it's you guys still have a good thing going on there, which is which is yeah yeah. So it's just at the like end a, of the day. I know it sounds uh, sad or, or sometimes scary to people to hear that the store is closing, but for us, mm. it really is a good thing, to be completely honest. Um, and it just made sense after 10 years on West 8th Street and rent is always, yeah. you know, going oh, up. I can even and, imagine. Yeah. Uh, sales are more online anyways. Yeah. And, and the community is still there, so. It makes sense. <laughs> cool. Man, it's it's crazy to see how much that Lomography like adapts to the times because just doing some like minor research because I, I mean, I've been a Lomography fan for years. So yeah, kind of just touching up on things, knowing that we were getting you guys on the show, just seeing there's that uh, it's like a seven part docu little series thing for I think it's like 2005 or six it's on YouTube and you see that and then you like you know you see that you guys are still like coming out with lenses Mm -hmm. and there's still new film stocks coming out. I mean, it's just. Thank God. And I, yeah. I, I yeah. think that's, that's what it is. It's all like this adaptability that, that we have. Mm-hmm. And we haven't lost what, like, for example, when I discovered Lomography, it was like, it was so good. And then working with them was like, it makes so much sense. They haven't lost that. And I think that's mm-hmm. why we're able to just take this big risk 
and adapt to the change, you know, be really quick. Man, so good. So do you guys mind giving our listeners a little brief history of Lomography and how it all came to be? Yeah, it all started in the early 90s um, in Europe or in Vienna, where we still have our headquarters. Um, And it all started with a, a bunch of students who went on travels together, were like traveling around and uh, came across a so-called LCA camera. Um, Mm -hmm. Frank, was it in, uh, where did they actually find it? I think it was uh, in in Leningrad, probably. They were like in Russia and they found Mm, out this little, Mm. this little camera. And at that time, you know, we were all about like SLRs and like, you know, kind of Nikon things and seeing this little Punisher thing was like, Oh my God, like now you can carry this everywhere. <laughs> like, what is this? I can take it with me everywhere. Yes. And, uh, and that's the, when they, they got into Lomo, you know, the Leningrad optical and mechanical organization. That's, that's when they're like, Oh my God, we need to bring this back. And I think that it was really popular in Vienna, uh, among their friends. And they started little by little bringing them back to, to Vienna, right? <laughs> yeah. And that's, that was really, how it started they were just they loved shooting that little thing well they they had no idea what it was really to start with mm-hmm. and they just um took it with them shot and were really excited and surprised about how saturated the color were and how you know it has like little vignetting and like also a really good lens so they were just surprised uh never having heard of that camera and then they brought it back for some of their friends and then more people in their circles would ask for it and then I think it started more of like a little bit of a joke, but also just like a fun thing that they basically um, funded the Lomographic Society and said everybody who wants to be a member can like has to own one of those cameras. Yeah, that's that's a part of a membership. You get a camera and you're like a member of the Lomographic Society. Yeah. (laughs) And um, yeah, so they did that mostly within their friend circles, but then it grew. And at one point it grew into um, a thing that they started to take seriously. And (laughs) that's how Lomography coming from that Lomo lens um, was born. And yeah, that's how it all started. And the whole idea was really um, to just have a camera that you take with you every everywhere and um everywhere you go and you shoot day and night and you shoot you know like from the hip you can just um Mm -hmm. play with it um as opposed to doing shoots and trying to set everything up perfectly you just like yeah it was like this freedom this freedom of people who have yeah. yeah which was something that i think back then was still um you know, because of film photography is always a little bit hesitant with, you know, shooting without thinking mm-hmm. or without <laughs> looking through the viewfinder, which I understand. But it was just a, a new way of, of trying that out um, on film. And then, yeah, that's how it all started. Crazy to think that was almost 30 years ago. Yeah, <laughs> And even crazier to think that um, that the two of these students are still like our our board our, our bosses in Vienna and it's yep. still like owned Yay. by them. Yeah, and fully involved in everything, like wow. really like is their baby and you know, I think yeah. that's what it was. You can feel that like personal love to to what photography, analog photography is and what Lamog face is because they are still there. You know, yeah. they wow. it's still this is this is what it is. So and it- yeah, it, with them, like having them on top of our like little hierarchy in the company, it still feels like a, like a family business, you know, like, yeah, it's, it's really nice. I love that. Yeah. I'm so glad to hear that it wasn't like 
you know, bought out by some crazy mega thing yeah, that, you know, know, kind of just watered it down. And I, just hearing you guys talk about it and the, the past and how it came up, you know, I getting back into photography for me when I was, you know, using the filters on my iPhone, like four 4s or whatever it was those like weird crazy like light leak looking filters and uh, buying like toy toy camera apps and then you know getting into that and then finding out that there's like there's actual toy cameras out there (laughs) and like you can get like crazy real pictures with film like that you know i think my first yeah, you know, it, Lomography and Urban Outfitters is kind of yeah, <laughs> how, yeah. I got, how I got back into this whole thing. So it's 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 funny to think about, but uh, you know, it, it's just crazy to hear that to hear that story and just to come to where it is now because you know I'm still like a 100 percent like Lomo backer. Like Lomography 800 mm-hmm. is like I'm a black and white shooter, so when I go to color, there's just something about Lomo 800 that's like gritty and streety sure. and black and it like a black and white color shooter wait let me say it again <laughs> yeah, yeah. a like a black and white shooters color film like right. that's what i always try to push on to people that mostly shoot oh, black yeah. and white and it's like oh well i tried portra and it's weird and you know ektar's weird and it's like dude just shoot lomo 800 the blacks are black you know like it's just like the black and white shooters film yeah so, i'm in the i'm in the same boat i i'm the same yeah. black and white shooter but if i'm gonna do color 800 mm-hmm. lomo is 100 percent. yep you can go wrong <laughs> That's just cool. I, I'm so glad to like, you know, still seeing you guys like, you know, coming out with new mm-hmm. films, you know, the new lenses and, you know, I forget, I think it was Matt did a, did a little video Matt day on the, the new lens you guys have going on. Yeah. Like, yeah, shout out to Matt. You, thank you. Yes. yes. Yeah. Thank we love you Matt. <laughs> Everybody loves Matt, which is Everybody. excited to have him tested and also very nervous <laughs> when we saw the video. We're like, what if he hates it? <laughs> oh, no, right. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I forgot about that part. (laughs) Man, so do you guys do you guys still have like stuff in like, are you guys planning stuff for the future? Are you allowed to tell us or? Always, (laughs) Always, yeah, you you should be already like, you should know already that we always some something on the work, something is coming in the bag. And uh, mm-hmm. and you see it right now. Like we just did the the Lomagon on Kickstarter, and oh, you know, yeah, that's yeah. that's the one. It's the tenth project successfully done. So more things to come. And you guys saw how the Berlin film came out new, and 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 it's still there. So there's a lot of stuff. There's a, we cannot say a lot, but there's a few things that well, we can very good, very good, very oh, good. Of course, yeah, of course. I was like, <laughs> we're not gonna get anything <laughs> top secret yet. Yeah, I'm, no. I'm, I'm, I think I we can say a little bit. I mean, first of yeah. all, the Lomogon, of course, that's already um, out there, basically. Like, it's communicated, but it's still um, being produced now. Um, the Kickstarter video right now, while we are taping this, um, it's the last day on Kickstarter. Oh. Thank so you to all our supporters. Be successfully funded tomorrow. Yay. We already know that. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Um, Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it was exciting. We like reached our goal, I think, in under seven hours or something crazy wow. like that. Um, yeah. And are now like over 400% or something of, um, of the goal, <laughs> yeah, which is Over awesome. 1,000 backers. So thank you, yeah. those 1,000 something people that still believe in lomography. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, it's, I mean, Kickstarter is always a great way for us, not only to see how many people are excited about new mm-hmm. gear, but also it 
enables us to communicate with the community basically throughout the whole process, throughout when we are still in the product development phase and have like a back and forth with, with people, what they want and what they are concerned about and stuff like that. So yeah, this is going to be the next um, addition to our Artlands um, line. It's also... Um, we're also working on new things in that area. That's what we can already <laughs> say. Yeah. So um, um, even though the Lomogon is not even like la- really launched yet, we only started producing it. We already have new ideas for more Lenses. more in the Atlas world. Yeah. And then the other focus for this coming year will be, and this is what we are, mo- or I am personally most excited about. Yeah. It's just um, a, a more focus on film. And yes. <laughs> so you guys, uh, yeah, yeah, we are so happy that we're going to keep doing this. Yeah, for sure. I, I feel like our, our listeners will come after me if I don't mention that how much I love um, Lumography F F two. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it so much. I have, my fridge is full of both formats because I just went crazy. That's good. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, you still have thirty five? I have, yeah, I have 35. I'm like it's saving bar- it. And I- <laughs> it's a bargaining now. <laughs> yeah, I know. I guess I, if I didn't love it so much, maybe I would, but. I think I have 120 still. I might I might have to buy one from you, I think. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll, we'll work it out. We can work it out. When I started at Lomography, um, one of my coworkers gave me one roll of the 35mm F2 film and was like, you will keep this until the day of your wedding and then you will shoot this. <laughs> and... Since then, I like I would never dare to shoot it. I am so, like this is actually um, I know a treasure that I am holding and keeping because there's no more, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was <laughs> a special one, but you know Berlin is there. Uh, Potsdam, right. the Potsdam film is coming too, and they're coming to yeah. stay. Which ones? The the Berlin and the what? And the Potsdam. Berlin and Potsdam. So they're both um, oh, part right, of our right, new right. Kino line. It's the Potsdam is 100 ISO, Berlin is 400. Mm. Both. Kino line meaning that they're cut from a jumbo um, roll of of a cine film. cinematic film, yeah, cinematic film that we found, and those are here to stay. So we are currently um, doing the pre-orders for the Potsdam, which will come out in April, and. These are two um, films that are not limited, like the F2, but they're going to be available for as long as we can plan ahead. <laughs> yes. And the other news so as well, hear. reminding people, Lomacom Purple is coming. Oh, I know yeah. we're oh, all yeah. waiting Come for back. it. Everybody's going crazy. <laughs> um, me too. Just believe yeah. it. I'm a big shooter <laughs> of that film, but it's coming. Hopefully we have it here in the U.S. by May. And oh, great. Uh, a, we, we're really working hard to to maintain the the stock as the demand really is like skyrocketed so we're doing oh, yeah. we're trying to work really really hard to to overcome that and, and meet the the demand but yes the Lama Compopo is back i know a lot of the your listeners have made already pre-order their their share so it's coming and uh we really waiting for for it to have it uh back back here in the u.s yeah, yeah, it's crazy. That's that's one film that every time it's it's around. By the time I finally re- hear that it's back, it's gone. It's yeah. like always gone. By the time I'm <laughs> yeah. like, I'm gonna get some. Oh, it's gone. Okay, yeah. I need to be I need to be ready this time. I need to be ready for it. Yeah, you yes. gotta follow us on on the socials, so you'll be one of the first to hear it. And then actually, like for the Loma Chrome Purple, really, you have to be quick with pre-orders. Too. Yeah, um, they come in batches, so. The production of that film is um, rather expensive, so we have to do like one batch after the other. 
we can't keep producing it. So whenever we get a batch, we say, okay, here are the pre-orders for this batch. They'll be available in like two months. So, and then they are limited. Those batches are limited. So it's always That's first. good to know. Thanks. Thanks for filling, filling <laughs> that, us in on that. Because I didn't know that. It's like microbrew, yeah. microbrew. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a great metaphor. <laughs> I have it right now in my uh, little uh, simple use. Oh my God. That's oh. pressure. Yeah. Nice. So I'm shooting that right now. Yeah. Enjoyed. <laughs> Those ones are coming back too. The simple use. Oh, are great. Those are the yeah. best. Those are the yeah, best. These are great. You can reload these are really them. great. I love that. Such a great concept. Yeah. Hmm. I love the lens on it. It gives it like a it's a, like a little look I don't know how to describe it, but I love the lens on this yes, it gives it a cool it's look it's a really good one yeah it's mm-hmm. really quite 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 fast too for for what it is we designed yeah. it yeah so and as well I think we can just say that we will keep you know working and developing new ideas for uh, film options and get more emotions out and that's why we are super excited that we're really focusing on keeping more films into our lineup instead of mm-hmm. you start dropping stuff out just like really putting the efforts and that's why we 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 really want to to tell everybody that that's what that's what we're going that's what uh, you know the future is analog so <laughs> yeah we're really really working on it that's so Damn good it. here I, so i wanted i was wondering these companies around the time that digital was taking over kind of had to figure something else out. Were you guys always were just like, we're analog, we're here to stay. Did you guys, was it worrisome back in the early 2000s for you guys? Well, I think for like every company that was like on the analog photography, they they saw that sh- shrinkage, you know, of, of use. And and then with the, the cell phone as well, changing oh, stuff, yeah. even yeah. even people that manufacture cameras, like digital cameras, saw as well that shrinkage. So it was like, a double down, but of course, Lomography back in the day we, we saw it and experienced it. But again, we we go to the to the part that they they were able to adapt really quickly to the times. They were really quick to adapt and say like, okay, we're true to ourselves. This is what we believe in, and let's do it this way now to do it. And then you know, uh, and and I think that's what it is. And now with the resurgence of film, is because you know we overflow everybody to amazing, beautiful pictures, cell phone and mm-hmm. cameras, and now people are going back to it. You know, like, hey, we need to do something else. And um, so we saw that down, you see those valleys, and then you see those peaks in, 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 in interest. Yeah. And, and a company like Lomography that, like you say, almost 30 years ago, they already mm-hmm. they already know how to bend and you right. know, go into the crisis <laughs> and, like, move really, really quickly to, to, to keep themselves relevant. I also think that we were, ne- I mean, of course digital photography had an impact and and uh, there were or there are always it's always an up and down and there are times when it's it's harder to keep film alive but i do think that lomography as opposed to other film photography companies was never um had never really the same audience as right the, yeah that's what i was thinking yeah. digital the digital mainstream photography market um we always were kind of niche mm-hmm. um we always uh, were like addressing or more for for creative experimental kind of photographers who were not interested in in getting the highest quality new digital camera you know like so i and we knew that we were nishi from the get-go so we were not relying on all those like huge sales um that other companies were losing to digital um, and maybe I think maybe the for us really like Instagram for example is more comparable really because it's more playing around with with filters and and all yeah. that 
So I think maybe when that started, it was more down our, our alley. But then it also, for us, or at least now looking back, I think that we see a very positive thing in Instagram for us because there's this new generation that grew up with mm -hmm. Instagram and doesn't know photography well has an entrance way into the world of photography through Instagram and then discovers it sees like all these filters and that cool stuff that you can do with photography and they try it while maybe they would never have started taking photos a couple of decades ago And now they try it, they see it. And then at some point, if they really are interested in photos or in a little bit more than Instagram, they are curious about where it all comes from and why this filter is called Lomo. Because I think at some point yeah. there was an Instagram filter yeah. called Lomo. And, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, you know, like then they are getting, if they're getting more interested in photography, they want to know where it comes from and they might go back to film um, more easily now than before. I think. Do you guys find that the demographic is for you guys on the younger side or is it kind of across the board? It's a good mix, I will say. I think it's That's a good, good mix. I always thought that it was more on the younger side, but now being in touch with the community, especially on, on lamography.com, yeah. where we also have like a platform of people sharing their photos, I think it's a really good mix. Um, yeah. yeah. And I think I was, when I started, I was a little bit surprised um, that it's also, there's no limit, like, going yeah. up <laughs> yeah well even even for when we do the the workshops you can see here at least in new york you have people that is like 19 to people that they're like 65 that's yeah. the best and yeah. when yeah. when you see that that you know these generations can can really share something in common uh it's like super interesting mm. it's like really really interesting yeah wow. i mean just everything you were saying was kind of what happened to me you know just seeing those filters and yeah and then <laughs> seeing that you can you know seeing a box of like i think it was like lamography 100 or 400 at urban outfitters and <laughs> like oh those pictures look exactly like those instagram filters and then you shoot them and then you're like oh wow that's insane like yeah. you don't have to over filter things and you know i i was really into that back in the day like just that crazy because it's you know it's an it's an it's an artistic thing oh, yeah. like when you do a light leak or have some mm -hmm. sort of like flare to the photo. It doesn't always have to be, I guess that's what draw, like what drew me guys to you so much is the, you know, the shooting from the hip, the just going out and doing it like that. That's such a good motto because you don't have to be a photographer Yeah. To be yeah. a fan exactly. of lithography, exactly. or right. even just photography in general, like you don't have to be like hardcore with this. You can just take a camera with you when you're hanging out with your friends, or you know, I I think as photographers we get so like about yeah, exactly. this, that, you know, that yeah, that we forget about you know the fun part, the of fun it. part of it, and and that's what that's what it is for me. Like you know, I I do a lot of like mm -hmm. landscape, and I'm super technical. But if I have an LCA on my hand, it's like I'm free. You know, like I'm like just yeah. shooting. Yeah. I don't really care. Just like shooting, having fun. And um, and I, that's what you're saying. It's not only for photographers. Like any person that is creative or need a creative outlet can use lomography for it. Yeah. 100%. And I think that's really important for us too to communicate that, that um, people growing up with digital now or with Instagram are 
a lot of times really afraid of using film because it's expensive or because they feel like I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to achieve this and that result. But um, that's why I think our company is really encouraging everyone who's just, um, you know, feels like needing a creative outlet. Mm -hmm. We're like, here's a camera. You don't need to know how it works. Um, It's pretty much self-explanatory. And then you can just go out and shoot and you'll get results maybe not the ones that you were hoping for maybe there'll be some light leaks or mistakes Beautiful on it, but that's the fun part and <laughs> yeah just don't be afraid of using film um it's not that's that's my one of my favorite things about your guys's cameras that you really can't there's no settings usually like it's just <laughs> put the right film stock in and, and point shoot. it and press yeah. it and that's it and uh that always like takes a second i'm like oh yeah, duh. <laughs> I don't have to figure anything out. I could just go outside. It's sunny out. I got the right film in there and I'm going to go. Right. Yeah. So I think that's appealing for a lot of people too, I'm sure. And, and that's what it is. It's yeah. taking all this, uh, let's, let's call it this mythification of the, the mm-hmm. you know, photography or like formal photography for analog. It's, it's just easy. Like you say, just pick up the camera and shoot and, and you're going to get surprises and you're going to learn. And, and I think that's what it's all about. It's just that process, creative process to just shoot. Issue. Agreed. I also love um, the Lomography community, and and uh, I always, anytime I go to the Lomography, I sometimes I just go to the website just to look at stuff, because um, all, all the the work that's on there just gets me back inspired. Yeah, and that's I one of the things I was gonna say is like even if you like you don't know you want to get into it, just remember Lomography has like a really nice community, and that's what we mm-hmm. we kind of like drawn for. You you can get into the Lomography page, and it's like a rabbit hole. You, know, you is, start yeah. seeing photos and photos <laughs> uh-huh. and you see photos of people and you can reach out to those people and they're so nice. You know, like you can mm-hmm. say, yeah, I shot this with this and, and, and mm-hmm. you have that support as a, as a lomographer. Like, and again, I think it's that base of you buy a lomography camera and you're part of the family. Oh, I love that so much. I love it so much. <laughs> Don't cry. Don't cry. <laughs> <I'm crying now. laughs> So cool. Yeah, the community aspect is really um, is really nice to work with too, and to see it's like I feel like I always feel like our platform is like a a nerdy Instagram, like Reddit and Instagram melting <laughs> together. Because yeah. but it came out way before even like I'll say I, I don't know, like Flickr. Even before yeah. Flickr was oh, the thing. Yeah, of. yeah, and yeah, and there's still so many people like uploading and and exchanging tips and advice, and that's really nice to see and. Um, you can, yeah, for in- inspiration, to look for inspiration, it's awesome. You can, like, yeah. look for places or gear, like, click on this, but the mm-hmm. camera or the film that you want to look at photos of. Um, or even you can, so amazing. I only found that out after, like, I was working there for three <laughs> weeks. And then I saw that. The you color could, palette? Um, the color palette <laughs> in the photos, it's shown in the bottom. And you can click to a specific color and you'll get all the results for this specific color That's scheme. So and, yeah, um, I didn't even know that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, pull that up, pull that up. <laughs> <laughs> like, what color am I feeling today? I feel purple today. Let me right. click on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and and that's what I feel like. That's that's something that people need to be reminded of. That we have that community. We have that, and it's not mm-hmm. like something new. It's not the hype. It's been years of countless people shooting and sharing their work, not to get likes, not to get you know like famous. No, just because mm-hmm. I just want to share. I just want to put it out there. I want to see people like if they're shooting with. Your super sampler and the Lomography yep. 400. I want to see what you shot, and and probably I can get into it. You know, like I never shot with it. So those are those are the things that people need to be reminded of that we have that big community behind to support you if you're getting into it now. It's the best. Do you guys have any? I know. Do you guys have any 
are there books out like Lumography? I know I've seen them around. I feel like I, just the classics. I think we haven't yeah. every every camera, every product is super carefully designed. The packaging that's one of the things that I'm always impressed and. Uh, the the quality of it's not just a box with the photo of the product you know it's just right. it goes just beyond and you get a, a book with with your camera with your Diana Diana Mini your fisheye um, and uh, and then yeah we have a few of the books you know about the story of the of of lomography of the Lomo Life is a really popular one two tomes uh, it's like two volumes uh, the Lomo LCA one of my favorite books is a huge green like yellow Bible that has everything about the LCA, um, and yeah, that's that's you. You get if you know about books, you're a hardcore lomographer. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have one of them. I forget which one it is. I found it at uh, at there's like the secondhand bookstore that I always go to, and just happened to find one in the in the thing, and yes. I still have it somewhere. Yeah, I was like I'd dig it out, but it would probably <laughs> take me about five minutes to go through all this. More stuff importantly, <laughs> what lomography cameras do you guys have? <laughs> That's oh what man! I would like uh, to know. Well, we see that Lomo Insta wide. Yeah, that's 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 my baby right there. Yeah. I I got rid of my just the Instax one. I used to shoot the three hundred Instax all the time, and when I got that, that was like a game changer for me. It uh, you know, you obviously have more control with it. You can do double exposure. You can. I and I I'm just on a big instant kick all the time. I always you know when I'm feeling down and out about my photography, you I just grab that thing and yeah. Especially now that there's black and white film for it, so I'm <laughs> you're all set. Chris, do you have any favorite Lomo cameras that you? Well, I guess you've held up yours, didn't you? Super sampler, right? Yeah, I mean the super sampler. You were talking about the books, and I realized I did keep my. Uh, you see, little <laughs> super that's what I mean. Never book thing here, and then uh, I already showed you my little uh, tribute photo artwork that I got off Etsy. I'll. I'll post this to our Instagram listeners so you guys can see what I'm talking about. But that's my favorite. <laughs> Man. Cool. I, I can't, we can't have you guys on without talking about Edward Conti. We met him at the, oh, yeah. at the Padilla. Oh, hey, hi, Ed. He, he, he just kept whipping out all these different Lomography cameras while we were there. And it <laughs> yeah. was just insane. Like he has like every Lomo LCA, yeah. like the, the 120, the this, the that. I'm just like, what? I, yeah. I had no idea that you had all these with you. <laughs> I know he's amazing. So Edward amazing is is a good example of our of our amazing community. Um, he's just this photographer guy in in California from California yeah. who's been an active community member. He does not work for Lomography. I just want to make this clear. <laughs> um, he simply I met him um, briefly once in Vienna actually when I started um, because he was one of the winners of our 10 in 1 um, photo awards that's what that it was yeah he was telling me about this yeah right so he was one of the main winners and got to go to Vienna for a week long artist residency wow amazing um, what a dream I know <laughs> and <laughs> I I remember because I had just started photography and I kind of like looked up to the these people you know like knowing this mm. brand way better than I and like all the cameras and everything and I was like wow and they've been shooting and doing this community work for so many years already and he so he's just this really cool active photographer who loves this and shares our passion um so I was uh I don't know how we ended up but we were like kind of talking a little bit me and him about um 
this event in, in LA and I was like, oh, I can't go. It's such a shame. Like everybody else from the film world is going to yeah, be there. And, yeah. <laughs> um, we were kind of bummed that we couldn't go. And then he was like, you know what? I'll go. Um, do you want me to like say anything about Lomo? And I was like, yeah, just like do my marketing. <laughs> I, um, I told him he's officially the representative of, of Lomography now for this weekend, basically. Ambassador, and I yeah. told him a little bit like what our plans are. So he could, if somebody asks and I gave yeah. him um, a bunch of stuff to, to, giveaway you know and to so he he did that he also was the one who gave the lomogon prototype to matt day there um mm. oh for nice the test. i remember i remember i think i witnessed that conversation about him <laughs> having the lens to give to matt yeah um so yeah and i think he also yeah he met you guys that's why yeah. yeah. finally after so many I years know. we ended up on your podcast yes we're so glad to have you guys <laughs> Yeah. yeah so cool that's the best part of this whole thing it's just the community aspect you mm -hmm. know with your website even in just like photography in general yeah. like film photography and you know yeah i you, you don't realize how tight-knit everything is until you go to like a big event like yeah. that you know like we're mostly working all the time you know we do photography on the side and like you know da 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 da, da. and then you go to an event like that and it's just like holy cow like yeah. there's just such an overwhelming amount of support and love for the film community yeah, yeah you kind of recharge true. your batteries and you come oh, like you, you come like man. loving way more <laughs> mm -hmm. photography, and that's what is like yeah. super super inspiring you know that we have this Heck big yeah. community. Yeah, we didn't want it to end, and we were having a. We were like homesick for it. We were having withdrawals. <laughs> yeah, I'm still mentally there. Yeah. I hear the beach in the background, and <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, I gotta make sure to go next year for sure. Yeah, for sure, we <laughs> need to go. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, it's also in New York. We have. We're so blessed with this community that every time we like. We used to have like every other week an event in our store yeah. and it was always packed. You know, there our friends from Brooklyn Film Camera or yes. the Bushwick Community Dark Room is around. And, <laughs> yeah. Hi, Kyle. <laughs> um, Red Hook Labs, um, who we work with a little bit. There's yeah. so many like new or new and old um, organizations yeah, around. Yeah, the Penumbra Foundation. And, like we yeah. and that's what is so good that it's not like we we should be be careful of each other or like no no it's like we work better if we all together you know like we right. work yeah. and we do these like collaborations and and I think it makes everything way better for 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 the future of of the analog photography. Right? I agree. Yeah, so true. We'll be right back with some questions for Birgit and Frank after this message from our sponsor. Support for Analog Talk also comes from Polaroid Originals. Go to PolaroidOriginals.com and use the offer code ANALOGTALK10 at checkout to receive 10% off your next purchase. Alright guys, this is the part of the show where we take a question from one of our listeners. And this week's question comes from our buddy Chris Visser. He asks, what's an idea so out there that even Lomography team was like, nah, that's too crazy? <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say... Yeah, not a digital camera for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Definitely too crazy. Nah, that's too crazy. Yeah, <laughs> nah, nah. It's like, nah. Yeah. No, but I, I wonder. I don't think that there would be that initial reaction, at least. I feel like whenever there's a, an idea, like an idea comes up or it's on the table, um, the crazier it sounds 
first, the more enthusiastic our team <laughs> yeah. is yeah. about yeah. it. I love it. That's true. Seriously, That's true. Like, like a lot of times I'm like kind of rolling my eyes, and everybody else is like, oh, "Yes, let's, <laughs> yeah. let's discuss this." Yeah, and, that, okay. with the lenses was like that. It was like, "What are we doing? What?" And then you see yeah. it, and it's like, "Oh my god, it's amazing!" <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't awesome. think there is an idea that is too crazy for us now. <laughs> That's the best answer ever, too, just so you know. Like, I'm so glad you're saying that. Oh. You're just like... <laughs> Because that's what we need. That's what we need to like innovate and, you know, grow and all mm. that fun stuff is just people not being scared to yeah. think outside of the box. You just, know? Yeah. And then we have another question. This one comes from Brandon Aguilera. He says, will, will Omicron turquoise ever come back? Exclamation, question mark, exclamation, question mark. <laughs> you have no idea how many of those um, messages I get on Instagram. Sure. Every day. <laughs> Every day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of people want it, of course, and we know that and we know like I mentally make a note of every single one of those just to keep the pressure um mm-hmm. on that. Um <laughs> I, it's never so the turquoise is never off the table for sure. Um yeah. we're currently working on as we said new film, also like working on new um emotions, emotions like yeah. really new stuff we want to try something new um as we always do um and we did some more black and white recently so we were kind of just busy doing other stuff but there's yeah there's always the chance of that coming back when we when we get a second <laughs> yay Ooh. good yeah. news <laughs> yeah all right so now we have the the tough question for you guys um uh. here it comes <laughs> what is your favorite camera and why if you the desert <sighs> island you know you, you'd have to pick one for the rest of your life what would it be oh my god one for the rest <laughs> of my life i'm a hoarder yeah me yeah, too same <laughs> <laughs> um take a deep breath it's okay <laughs> <laughs> okay um well i don't wanna i i wish i could pick a different one but I do have to take the LCA plus. Ooh. I, Good answer. I wish I could take another brand because I don't want to sound like I'm just advertising for it. Oh, but if I had to <laughs> pick one camera that I... Because I do love to carry my camera every day around mm-hmm. and everywhere I go. That's just how I shoot. Um, right. And the LCA is, for me, is the perfect camera to do that honestly and day and night and everywhere i go and i don't want say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. 